Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the Morning starts now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. at some point your voice box would just wave the white flag. It's like, I'm done. I'm out. (laughs) So stubborn, but what? (laughs) It's a better one drunk when you think about it. It's kind of, yeah. Well, speaking of better one drunk, you missed the uh, montage from yesterday. Oh, dear. We can still play that, right? What was uh, sure we can. Montage. Sure we can. Yeah. I mean, we got drunk montages. We had those. Yeah, right, I'll play it for you here in a moment. But uh, yeah, the uh, did you did, hey did you know we're watching the highest scoring Stanley Cup final through three games in forty years? Forty years. So we're talking nineteen eighty two. Geez, like Oilers and Islanders. Islanders, Canucks. What? Before the Oilers got to the final? Mm-hmm. Holy. Yeah, I guess so. Huh. Oilers were 84. Was their first? Or no, 85. Or no, 84. Uh, they lost a yeah. couple times to the Owls first. They lost they? to the first. They lost just the once. year prior. Just once. Okay. Yeah. And then they went on their run of what? Five and Five and six. Eight? Five and seven. No, it was Montreal. Like um, yeah, 86. Montreal. 89. 90 was out the Oilers. 88 was the Oilers. So, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Either way. Five and seven. 22 combined goals through uh, through the three games. It's a lot. No, oh, remember that massive edge in net for Tampa? Yeah. I mean, it hasn't not been there in a sense, but it's. Uh, well, it was there and then it wasn't. And then it was there again. It was there again. Yeah. 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 We got a lot of time to get to all that. We got a series. That's good. We, got a we, we wanted a series. I, I know that um, after watching game two, it's probably really natural to think, I hope we don't get a sweep. I mean, we were really, really excited for this series, right? But I mean, Colorado, you couldn't do anything but tip your cap. They, they were that good. Winning four of the the next five, even going into last night, seemed like a daunting task for the Lightning. A little more manageable. You uh, can see it a little bit more. But you can't win them all. You can only win one at a time. And now they're one win away from square in the series. And what do we say, Ryan? Um, what do we say? What do we say? Um, you're not in trouble. You know. Oh, you're not in trouble until you lose on your home ice. Dean in the playoffs. Best of seven Stanley Cup hockey. Not ask, in trouble. Ask the Rangers. They were up 2 nothing last round. Cruising to the final. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. They were in trouble trouble they got in trouble in game five game five lost in home ice and carolina wasn't in trouble until uh their second game seven in game a row seven yeah that's right yeah so no tampa went home and 
Their goaltender held them in in the first period. Colorado came out, was pretty strong, made some big saves. They got to Darcy Kemper and, and then cruised. Yeah. Final score last night, 6-2. to two. Uh, But before we get to all of that, we got a good show for you today. It's a busy one, and we don't have a whole lot of time to, uh, you know, to mess around. But uh, hmm. I see uh, you are back. I'm and, alive, uh, yeah. You've managed to wash all of the uh, glitter and body paint off of yourself. Cake, other things, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah uh, it's amazing. I mean, the physical things can be cleansed, but uh, the things we saw and learned and experienced, yeah, they travel with us forever. Yeah. Unless we were a little too in the bag to remember. But yeah, I mean, so you physically better than I thought. To Montreal for a stag on uh, Friday morning? Thursday, Thursday at noon. Thursday at noon. Right from the station to right. the airport. Uh, and you kept me somewhat up to speed. A little bit here and there. Just enough. Yeah. Just enough. Just enough. For the updates to, kind of petered out a bit. but For me to know how it was going, but not so much to get you, not to incriminate yourself. Yeah. In divorce court. Divorce? <laughs> what are you talking about? What have you heard? Really? Uh, is this happening? What are you talking <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> This is an off-air this conversation. This is all turning around. Yeah, yeah. But no, you went to Montreal. You saw the race. You saw a lot in a. What, I was going to say a short amount of time, probably too much time. You were we were ready to leave were, yesterday morning. Yeah, you were a little concerned that maybe it was about a day too long. I thought it was, but in hindsight, that really, really early flight yesterday kept us out of trouble on the Sunday night. So we just got into trouble on the Sunday day, and that made me feel like an actual human, not some sort of corpse that is you know zombie yesterday. Yeah, you look relatively... Yeah, and you've seen me right. off these things. I'm usually just a bag of Richards for like yeah. a week. So and you look all right. pretty well done. Very impressed. Very impressed with the work that the young men put in. Older so, sibling, just, uh-huh. just proud of the group. Kind of the father figure sure, on the yeah, trip. You course, know, the elder yeah. statesman. Kind of leading by example. Yeah, sure. making sure, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. got yeah, their yeah. A game ready to rock. Yeah. Boys did great. So aside from all of that stuff, how was the race? Because I know it's not really your thing. It isn't, but I enjoyed it. It was kind of odd to be at a sporting event and like asking a lot of other people, like, "How's going on here? Yeah. No, no, what's the virtual safety car and what's the real safety like? The real one I could see, but what, why would what was the difference? When did right. they pick? You know, what's going on with this crew here? Which driver is that? So where did you walk? Did like so seats. we were right at the hairpin. Uh, and it's called the the Lance Stroll Grandstand, which is awesome because you get to watch them come in off that straightaway, basically full speed, and then it's a just an absolute hairpin turn where you see a lot of action, and it's a great place to watch the race. Right. And there's also grandstands all the way around it, but we're just at the tail end as they come out of the hairpin back to the, the other way. If you look at the track, you can't miss it. It's the tightest turn, I would think, on the whole track. I think, Pat, you're a bit of a... F1 head, you would you would know my, by my description there where we were sitting. Yeah, so like right there's the hairpin, there's the stand a little far back. There's the Rolex sponsor. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's we, the big stand there. Yeah, so we that one's yeah. a little further back because they have some and a lot of track on beyond the, the hairpin, but we were right at, at the coming out of the hairpin. Yeah. So just as you, they're turning back to go where they're coming from, it was awesome. And people tr- from all over the world coming to see it. It had been three years since they hosted one. The last two had been canceled. The city was wound up. I guess resale prices were through the roof. Yeah, City was were, upside down. Couldn't get a pub spot anywhere in Montreal. It was packed. Well, I mean, if you're an amateur, yeah, <laughs> gotta get there early. Right, make make some plans. You can put some work in. If you're new, yeah, 
you're new to the Montreal. Yeah. To I mean, be, it, to be in a ball of muck, if this is not your thing and hasn't right. been for yeah. the better part of a lifetime, yeah, yeah you're going to struggle. If you're busy looking at cathedrals and museums and you want to pop in for a drink at one spot at one time, well, you might be out of luck. That's right. But you can make a plan. Less, oh, is this where Celine Dion got married? That's and right. more, uh, hey, we got a, a gentleman, uh, please welcome to the floor. Uh, on the floor. We'll get a rise to, in your Levi's. Uh, Brandy! Brittany! Well, oh, silence. No, no, there's, I mean, look, I thought we were talking yeah, about yeah. pubs. Now, of course, Lance Stroll, pub. he, of course, is... Canadian. That's right. And the old man's got some dough, so the, the whole stadium, we got outfitted with uh, Stroll hats. Just that grandstand, I should yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. And, it, yeah, it was just, it was rainy for qualifying on Saturday, which is okay, but the weather was perfect on Sunday for the for the race, and then there's you know, just the festivities of the whole city. Everywhere you go, it's something crazy. So we're leaving the race, and there's this huge park, and there's just, you know, a bunch of DJs in a 13-piece brass section making music, huge beer gardens, people having a blast, and yeah, the crew we were in, it was, the, the party almost followed us in a way because we were not being mistaken for any others. No, you, uh, there were what, three dozen? There was 21 of them. <laughs> 50 of you showed up. 21 and, uh, sounds like about 121. Yeah. All wearing your NASCAR jackets to an F1 race. Yes, which, you know, gets attention. And then there were costumes and makeup. And There's always a dress-up component, isn't there? I guess. You tell not, me. Not as I'm, good as this one. I mean, this was a very phenomenal piece of dress-up. So this was your brother's stay. Correct, yeah. And how many times did he have to... Get dolled up. Just the Saturday, basically, from 9 a.m. till probably somewhere around 9 a.m. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I uh, I don't know. That's uh, I've I've always had a hard time with with makeup. I, as a kid, I don't know what happened. I've been traumatized somewhere in my in my youth. So for your brother to be in full drag, <laughs> wig, garters, fishnet stockings, Platforms. the whole. The pla- Oh boy, that's yeah. it's a lot. And it's a long day when you get back after the qualifying and you have dinner and yeah. everyone kind of reloads. Okay, what are we doing tonight? And there was the heart-to-heart that we all had. You know, it'd be easier. It really would be easier to just jump in that shower and wipe off the makeup. Get your real eyebrows back. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, wipe off the drawn-on ones. And we know you had to cut holes in the toes of those platform boots because your feet were hurting so bad. But you know... This is your last chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is your your last to really go out with a bang until your next wedding. And yeah. So yeah, he he buckled it. He, he locked it sure in. He did. And we got to the VIP Red uh-huh. Bull party and got you know right up there for the the Steve Aoki deal. It was good. It was tons. Of fun. Oh, is that right? Wow, that sounds terrible. Yeah, there it is. Oh dear. Oh man, I don't feel very good. I mean, I haven't had much sleep and I'm hungover and. My my feet are killing me from these high heels. Yeah. It's what every man... It's why we wanted A games, not B games, Dean. What every man hates. Well, that's good. Oh, it's great. It's such a great city. Ah, oh. Yeah. And, yeah, like the draft's going to be there this summer. They have the jazz festival just for laughs. It just feels like every couple of weeks they shut down the whole city and it's party time, which is great. Yeah, that whole area... They've got the Oshega, I think, the, the music festival that's on the island where the F1 is too, or the island over. It's, it's, it's quite a setup. It's, it's not built for everything or everyone, but 
If you like summer Don't festivals, there's that. no place better. Yeah, the last time the draft was there, I went, and for whatever reason, was late getting out the one night. Because it was arrival day, and arrival day is a big day where all the media, everybody just gets after it. And St. Catharines, it was just, it was like a, it was everybody you knew and recognized from the world of hockey. Media, coaches, general managers, scouts, everybody was in about a four block span. It's like, oh, there's, oh, there's, oh, that's so, so and so. And. And it was a, the perfect uh, combination of people you knew walking to and people you know stumbling back. Mm-hmm. So some had started early, some yeah. were starting late. It was, oh, hey, oh, how you doing? Yeah, hey, how you doing? It was really quite something as the, the NHL and the media had taken over that small spot, that small area of Montreal for a few days. But what a town. Great. It's a great town. Food through the roof. Yeah. Music's unreal. Yep. It was like a few of the boys got in at like three and it's like, we're not done yet. There's an after hours. They're playing till 10 a.m. Let's go. I've said it before. It just doesn't stop there. There are certain areas in our, in our country where you can go. One of them, not far from here, you can go to the Okanagan. It's like you go to a different country, almost in a way from where, from where we are. If you go, if you're in Saskatchewan, Manitoba, parts of, doesn't look like that. You go there. I don't know where I am. Yeah. Even Ontario. That is different. Yeah. Yeah. You can go to. The East Coast, Prince Edward Island, Nova Scotia. That's like going somewhere completely foreign. And that Quebec City, Montreal area, it's Canadian dollars. You use more of them there than you would in a lot of places in Canada. But the exchange, it's its your money that's mm-hmm. in, in, chances are. And it's, it's a wild, unique, fun place to so go good. and visit. Yeah, the best. I just wish it was easier to get there. I know. It's always like flights are a zillion dollars. Yeah. We did all right. When we booked everything, it was not a slam dunk. The event was going to be on. So all things considered, everything priced out really well compared to where it ended up this weekend. So did you hang out with Lawrence Stroll? No. 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 Seemed busy on the track. Yeah. uh, With the crew there. I was looking this morning because I knew a Canadian billionaire. Mm -hmm. Usually if you are part owner in an F1 team, there's a B in front of the, you know. It's a lot of money. yeah, Yeah. 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 It's it's less of the uh Jim's convenience store type ads that we mm-hmm. had on our NASCAR jackets per se. Then more of like the Rolex and yeah. you know, very high end of all things. It's not raceline radio or whatever we used to run mm. over at uh Turning left going fast. That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh Stroll now his kid drives for the team, which uh, you know, works. Whatever. Finished tenth? Um he, he apparently the wealth came from bringing Pierre Cardin and Ralph Lauren clothing to our country here in Canada. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. There you have it. And then invested in designers uh, Tommy Hilfiger. Familiar. Yeah. yeah. Michael Kors. So, yeah, he's... Uh, he's he's a fashion... He is. Don. Yeah. Wow. Much like, I mean, look Mogul. at us. Yeah. yeah we would appreciate right. that. Well, you were missed. Was I? Yeah. Really? Sure. For a Friday and a Monday. Yeah. Because missed more parenting at my home than anything else. Well, Matty Rose was, he's, you know what he is? He's out of his routine. He's out of the reps of getting up early. Hmm. He had the, the face falling off of his head kind of look to him. Okay. It's not easy. It's not easy getting up early and doing this, uh, this thing. Uh, but you're back. 
And on the show today, it's Friendship Tuesday. And I said yes, I think for the first time in a number of weeks, we have everybody. We, we took attendance and roll call, and I think everybody's in today. Are we here? Is everyone here? Stephen Brunt, Frank Saravalli, Adnan Verk, all in the program. Oh, that's perfect. Today. It's been a while since we had a full slate on a Friendship Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what did we see last night? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, it's clearly the, the evolution of a pretty one-sided series to what could be a really still the series we were hoping for. You said it earlier, If you don't have, if, unless you're a diehard Avs fan or what, if you're just watching for the enjoyment, as I am, and I think a lot of us are, very happy to see the Lightning come through and get a win. We also saw a lot of guys limping off. Yeah, there is that. There's Gimpy. By now, it, it starts to stack up, but certainly you saw Nick Paul go down. Now, he did come back and score, but he was not moving around very... There was not a lot of ease to his uh, skate skating ability, to his gait, as that game wore on. And then right near the end, Kucherov is taken down. He Five gets, on three, tries the one-timer. Uh-oh. And he, I, I'm out of here. It all it all kind of happened in the, uh, in the third. Swift pass ahead. Kucherov taken down heavily by Taves. And that's going to be a penalty, and Kucherov's going to go after Taves for that. And here's the hit. Oh, yeah, he went awkward down, not only when he hit the boards, but more when he got sort of twisted up. John, did you see the play Taze on Kucherov, and what's your reaction to it? I always, I, when, when you get asked questions like that, um, they're looking for an answer that everybody in the building already knows. And I, I think it's a game, it's a, it's a contact game, but guys know what they're doing. Smart, savvy players know what they're doing, their stick, and, and uh, we all saw it. So I don't know if that's a coach who is. I saw most of that availability, and it's he he's being quite, I think, democratic about it all. He is, yeah, and not this isn't a super hot coach lashing out at something that was very dirty. So much as well, you know, if we were in the spot they were in, in a similar spot in a similar game, I think he acknowledges this is a part of the sport as much as it's something you don't want to see happen to one of your own guys. And I didn't think it was dirty. No, it's just don't miss a check late when you have a chance to punish one of their stars. Yeah. Taves goes in and finishes a check. And we talk about it all the time, specifically when the playoffs come. When, when you start to lose, and it happened to the Flames, when you start to lose that physicality edge, it's not about running guys through the boards. It's, it's about every single knock that you take. Game mm-hmm. one, game two, game three, round one, it's round two. Cumulative, right? Absolutely. And I think you saw that. The hit on Nick Paul was not a huge one. He just kind of got twisted up. His his skate got caught, and it looked either like a groin or a left leg. And for Kucherov, it was the same thing. Taves came in to f- just to finish a check. Maybe goes a little low. I don't know. He, he finishes him off is what he does. In a regular season game, I don't think he, I don't think he finishes him off there. But he's not going to yeah. not finish at that point. And remember, he got absolutely drilled by Kucherov earlier in the period, I want to say. Like yeah. right from behind into the glass. And now he kind of turns into it. But that doesn't mean it felt any better for him. Yeah, that was Manson, I think, that he... he You're right, it was Manson, yeah. thank you. Yeah, so it was, but but, but point he, being, Kucherov's not an innocent bystander here. No. He was engaged in the dark arts as well. They all are. They've been to this t- time of year before, have the lightning, and, and Kuch isn't a peripheral, non-physical player. He isn't huge, but he was finishing checks last night too. And I bet there was part of that by design. He was a minus two, as there there were a lot of guys on the lightning team that were minus and didn't play very well in game two. And I thought that Kucherov was engaged and he was 
that little extra bite that you get out of him sometimes. I I liked him a lot last night. Two assists, 17-46 in ice time, six shots, plus three, but does go off. And as you said, there was a five-on-three power play, and he's really kind of gimpy. Takes the one-time shot, misses the net, it goes up and out of play, and he just skates off. And part of it is it's late in the game that is already 6-2. to two. I don't need to be out here, but also he was not moving very very well at all. So that'd be a key loss for them, but they're already without Braden Point. He played games one and two, didn't play particularly well, and sat last night. Now, Riley Nash came in to replace him, and I mean, what did he play it's, last night? It's less night? about Riley Nash, more about what percentage of point you're at, right? Yeah, well, seven minutes of Riley Nash. Are you better with what you're getting out of point than seven minutes of Nash? I don't know. It, and I don't know that it's, uh, hey, it's probably more, hey, Braden, how are you feeling? Or, hey, doctors, how bad is it right now? He played just under 18 minutes in game one. This is Braden Point now. No shots on net. Game two, 16-40, one shot on net. It's not all about shots or ice time, but if it's going to be a long series and you can give him some rest, conceivably it would make sense, but he's not right. That was a, you, you see how he went down in that Toronto series, in that game, and tried to come back. And you watch, mm. you watch guys skate in practice. Oh, I, I think he'll be back tonight. I think he'll be back. It's a different, it's a different animal when you get into a game yeah. in a Stanley Cup final when everybody's coming at you, like you say, in a game in a regular season, maybe guys aren't finishing their checks. They're finishing every check. Yeah, there, there's no mistaking which guys are going to be, okay, we have to finish all checks on this guy because he's not a lot there and we might be able to take him out of the lineup. Um, on the other side, is Nazem Kadri close to coming back? He skated. I know in the regular season, one of the telltale signs that you're close to getting back is when you skate with the team at practice. Usually if you haven't gone through a full practice, you're not getting in. All that's out the window. When it comes to the postseason, they're now without mm-hmm. Burakovsky. He took a shot to the hand in game two. After the 0-2 winner, yeah. They are, well, I mean, now they're, they've are they lost a game, so I don't know when desperation or when the need to shake things up comes in. But if Kadri can go, I would think you get him in. Is there a conversation with the goalie or not yet? Because um, I, I, I just, maybe it's just us, but it hasn't been a great postseason for Kemper, and he really didn't need to be great in game one, and certainly not in game two. And he wasn't great in game three, and Fransos came in and looked kind of like he did against the Oilers, which is pretty solid. Yeah, the one goal that Fransos lets in is what the power play goal by Perry. It goes through him off the post, and then the rebound's there, but that's the one on t- he makes and nine that's, saves that's tipped on the way right it's yeah. point shot tip post rebound in like it's not a well how did that get in it's yeah, like yeah. yeah that's a power play that's okay we see why uh darcy kemper was pulled in this game both the captain and the coach were asked about it first here's gabriel landiscog defending kemper he's allowed to have bad nights too i wouldn't hang him out to dry on any of those i think it's defensively as a, as a five-man unit out there we need better and uh you know we kind of left him alone on a few of those and we'd like to change that and Bednar, the head coach. He didn't have a good night, you know. Neither did our team. So, again, we win as a team, lose as a team. You can group him in with everybody else, you know. Um, just weren't as good as we needed to be. There's a lot of hockey left when you're in the first period. But they did a pretty good job. N- Nachushkin scores. It's disallowed. They don't lose 
and that was at uh, what fifteen oh four. They don't. They're fine. They continue to press. Landeskog scores one nothing. Another lead, and then Sorelli comes off the wing, and it's not a great. It's it's a neat play by Maroon to get the puck back to him, but as Sorelli cuts to the net, it just kind of goes through the legs. It's not a great goal. And then a minute and change later, less than two minutes, then Stamkos and Palat kind of do their little crisscross, and Makar and Taves, they get crossed up, and now it's two to one. It was... The, the first goal, I think, was a big part of why they got the second goal. It's about momentum. It's about... Tampa Bay can feast on you, and and I thought that they did in stretches. Then you get to the second. Stamco scores, then four minutes later, or whatever it was, then Maroon scores. And the Maroon goal I don't think was great. You can't really blame him on the Stamco sort of goal. rides he's, up the blocker on Maroon one. Yeah. But he's also the big rig coming through the paint. Yeah. I mean... I, I don't know. I'm just, I haven't been a camper fan this postseason, and there was a stretch this year, I want to say like January maybe to March where he was just awesome. But it took him a good two, three months to start looking like a number one to begin with. They were so bleeping good that there wasn't a lot of nights where the goalie had to be great. And we even said before the series started, all he needs to be is an average starter. And he did in game two, where he made 16 saves, but the shot quality was a lot better last night, and and he struggled with it. I'm with you. You'd have a hard time convincing me that he has been decidedly better than Franco's throughout this play. No, I mean Franco's has been sensational. Yeah, uh, sensational, too strong. He's been, he's been what they need. He's been steady, and there hasn't been a lot of bad goals. Um, and Kemper could probably give him that too. So I don't know. I, I think probably does it look too panicky if you switch goalies at this point? It's only one game, or is it now a shorter leash, or is it hey, you know what? We went to this guy earlier. He was really good against Edmonton. Why not now? It feels like it's last stand, though, if they do go back to him in game four. You don't usually hear coaches, because were they terrible goals? I mean, these weren't no, Mike not, Smith not from awful, the, no. right? This no. was He didn't have a good night, you know? Coaches usually don't go that way in a post-game. No, but he said as the team did, too. I mean, I think it's but I, I, it's acknowledging he wasn't great. It yeah. sounds to me, and he's, because he's been there, I don't think he's a Kemper fan at this point. I think he probably sees what we're saying is that Franco's probably looks a little bit more comfortable in there. Yeah. And did, did Kemper cost them the win? I don't think no. so. No, I mean, that, but, that's a little strong. But Franco's is it would be better. quite the plot twist, wouldn't it? Yeah. So I wonder if you go with Kemper in game four and it's a short leash and if he's out, he's out for good. That would be, uh, that would be the, but, but like you said, that you get the big rig. Uh, you get that guy coming coming down the way. Pamaroo. Yeah. Bubba, Pamaroo. Pamaroo. The big rig. What, goal and an assist last night? It was a fun night for the Lightning, aside from the, uh, you know, the injuries and all that. Corey Perry becomes, what, the first player to score a goal for four different teams in a Stanley Cup final. Oh, man. The Worm. Anaheim, Dallas, Montreal, and now Tampa Bay. Right from the top again, the fourth or the first? First. Really? To do it with four teams. I thought Kunitz would have had a chance at that, but I guess you didn't. In the final, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, and, and you know what? He had a bunch in Pittsburgh. It wasn't. Hmm. Wow. Because he only played for three, didn't he? He won four. Anaheim, but I think Pittsburgh, it was with three different Chicago. teams. Yeah, I think. I'll go look. Pat Maroon, 
goal and an assist. Palat, goal and an assist. We talked on one side about Valerie Nachushkin and how his value as a UFA is going through the roof. How about, oh, yeah. how about Palat? I know he's playing with skilled players, but it's not just a slam dunk necessarily that you play with world-class players and mesh. He's just he's one of those guys just fits wherever he's you put him, right? He's a good player. Yeah. Hell of a good and, player. And, and the difference being that one guy's in his 30s and it's probably, uh, okay, it's going to be shopping for fit and dough. Whereas Nachushkin, this he could cash in big time here. Like if the Flames weren't eligible to get, or not eligible, if they can't get things done with Johnny, I think you got to call Nachushkin and put that right near the top of your list. He's young, uh, the, the, he's blossomed very recently, which leads you to believe something's been found rather than this is a fluke. And he and he's a two hundred foot player. The defensive metrics this year with him are are sensational. Now I don't know that he heads the class. Johnny, I think he heads the class. You know, it's kind of weird to handicap Latang and, and Malkin because they're older and they're career penguins. Yeah. And it, until they leave, we don't really will necessarily fully believe they'll leave. Forsberg, clearly great finisher. But Nachushkin, if you want to go find someone younger that's got the complete game, he's not asked to be one of their best three forwards. But he's kind of played like he looks like a lot of teams' top three forwards right now. Would you put him ahead of Forsberg? Well, the age difference is, I think, something. How old's Forsberg? 29, 30? And I think... Nachushkin's 27. So that's not nothing. Well, it's it's not like he's 23. No, but one guy's in their prime and one's about to leave their prime. And I, and I, if the price point's similar and the term's similar, similar, I want the younger guy. Like, I just think there's more upside on one guy. Like, I think what you saw from Phil Forsberg this year is exactly as good as he can be. I look at the last three years of Nachushkin, and the guy's getting significantly better. Forsberg's also 27. The same age. Okay, so I'm off on the age part. I don't know. I, I'm just curious about it because it's been such an ascent, right? Well, this year for sure. I, and, well, I mean from zero goals four years ago. No, I understand. From like not even getting a job in the league. If, And we can talk about it later, but he's one of the most talked about guys, and it's going to continue because he, even and, if he disappears for the remainder of this series, he's had an unbelievable playoff. And again, had a goal last night that was in, but was offside by a hair. The other thing about it is that defensively, he's superb. And that's, I don't know that Phil Forsberg checks those boxes, and he doesn't have to. That's not what you're, you're paying Phil Forsberg for. Last year in the 55 games, he had 10 goals and 21 points, and that explodes this year for 25 goals. In how many games? 62. Yeah. 52 points, 62 games. So goals, assists. Pretty much even. And in the playoffs, he scored some big goals for them. 13 points in 17 playoff games. And would have had another one last night. Like, I'd love to get the truth serum out to some GMs and be like, where's that guy in the power rankings if you've got cap to spend and you need to add an impact forward? Uh, he's he's going to come cheaper than Forsberg is for sure. Well, it looked like he was. <laughs> yeah. I, I think... Uh, you know, midway through the year, you're like, wow, he's probably earned himself a nice four or five million a year. But you watch him now and you're like, it, what's the what's the what's the highest bid of all 32 GMs that he could get? And that's remember where it is. It's not the reasonable contract. It's 32 of 32 in terms of like, whoa. Yeah, overvaluing I, a guy maybe. Yeah, and I know that the talk there was if there's a guy that would maybe appreciate what he's got, which is a spot that works, it might be him after going to Dallas, struggling through a zero goal season, going to the K Coming back. You're, you know, you're kind of embarrassed. You're a pro, you're a first-round pick, and then you don't score a single goal. And now you get to Colorado, and in a couple years, 
The team's been good. Your play has gotten better mm-hmm. right from the first day you put the jersey on. Now it's a 25-goal year, and you're coming through in the playoffs. The, the, the thought being that they can't keep Kadri because his, his ticket's going to be too high. Maybe you can keep this guy. If the guy wants to give you a bit of a discount, recognizing that he's in a I good spot. I just don't know that that's... It doesn't feel like discount bill here. I feel like if they're going to get him, they're going to have to pay a premium or close to market here. Yeah, it, you know, and we'll because it's talk just like it. we got how, yeah. this is a tiny window for him. Where else in his career has he had this kind of leverage? Not even close. And you don't always get it. No, you don't have your your best performances right before you're set to sign a deal. And the stats nerds have loved him all year. You know, I'm a yeah. sucker for that when they're raving about a guy's 200 foot play that. Doesn't necessarily, it, it's not an easy find on the eyeball test on TV when you're catching three or four games from a team or you only see them four times a year. But there, there's not a lot of bad press on Nachushkin's season and, and the impacts he's had. It's, it's been quite, quite a rise to, you know, close to stardom here. And then you wonder, is it because he's only has to be their fifth best forward? Behind the likes mm-hmm. of Ranton and McKinnon. It's got to be a bit of it. Landeskog and Kadri, Or is it like, hey, imagine how much better this guy would be if he was their first option on a power play. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we've seen examples of both. But as you said, there's there's the part of his game that Statner, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, people that but are his, data focused but his, love his 200 foot All around game yes. has been applauded for, for a while And that's now. usually not the case for players that put up big numbers. 6-2, Lightning Take, game number three. 19,000 at Amelie Arena. They were wound up. Get ready for game four. That's what you need. That's what we all needed last night was a game to put a not, – not even doubt, just let's, let's get the math in the favor of a longer series. The crowd now will feel it. The Lightning players are going to feel it. There's a bit of question marks as far as the goaltending for Colorado. It's all good. Mm-hmm. It's what we needed for a longer – more uh, dramatic series, potentially, anyway. It certainly looks a lot longer now than it would be 3-0. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. If it's if it's 2-2 going back to Denver, buckle up. Uh, we'll come back with the Pinder Report for uh, Motorworks. We, uh, we're full. Look at this show. Steve and Brunt out in Newfoundland. The uh, Stampeders come roaring back against the Thai Cats. His Thai Cats last week. We won't rub it in much. Uh, Frank Saravelli, our hockey insider, NHL insider. Peter DeBoer looks like he's ready to sign with the Dallas Stars. What's happening in Florida with their coaching situation? We had Ken Weeb on yesterday. He's feeling like it's, uh, the, you know, Barry Trotz back in Manitoba right now, spending mm-hmm. time with the family. There's going to be a big meeting coming up here in the next couple of days. Nothing imminent, but... Maybe things leaning in that direction. And then Adnan Verk in hour number three, the Blue Jays. Uh, Barrios. Ambushed. Not great. Not great, Bob. Not great. And just the long balls really hurt him of late. I feel like it was Jay Happ like five years ago, and you're like, man, these outings are really good. And then be like, home run, home run. You're like, oh, boy, that's erases a lot of good work. I don't know there's a lot of good work, but the long ball got him yesterday. Yeah, he wasn't fooling many guys yesterday. A lot of hard hit balls. 400 yarders leaving the park. So we'll talk to uh, Verk about baseball. Maybe. Usually by then we're kind of tired of talking about uh, sports and we just kind of talk about whatever else. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah. See how that is. Like, Verk, do you like ice cream sandwiches? He's like, yeah, I do. Let's yeah, talk about so that good. for a bit. So good. Yeah. Pinder Report next. Sportsnet 960, the fan.
hey, welcome back. Oh. But I mean, if you're listening on your podcast or whatever, you didn't yeah, go anywhere, you're probably. Just still, you're just there, still there, yeah. I mean, thanks for still being there. Don't get us wrong. Yeah, it's great. Wherever you're, uh, whatever you're doing, your car, your, uh, your treadmill, your bike, your whatever you're doing, good to have you. Tuesday edition of the show, Friendship Tuesdays, Brunt, Sarah Valley, Verk, all coming up. Pinder back from his, I was going to say lecherous trip. Lecherous. Which probably isn't the right word, but actually probably is, because you. I don't know what that you, means, but it sounds very descriptive. You know, I'm, I'm having a. Hmm. Lecherous. I don't even smell that. Yep. Uh, excessive. Oh, dear. Wow. Yep. So, yeah. Jeez. It wasn't the word that I was necessarily, but it popped in. See, it's kind of one of those subconscious things. Like, yeah, you're... Uh, hmm. I would not have uh, necessarily used that word. But okay, to each their own. You have your opinion too, Dean. Either way, good to see you. <laughs> There's just something about being on some of those. It's just like... You're onto another planet for yes. a little while. Yeah. You get a pack of hounds like that. It's like you take your your re- your real life yeah. ID mm-hmm. and everything. You just kind of, I'm just going to leave this here. Now I'm going to get on this plane. I'm going to yeah. be somebody different. Now here's your new passport. Yeah. Here's your name. Thank you. Yeah. This is your new hair color. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're like a spy, like a double agent or something. And you walk off the plane and you're the, you, now you're that person. Yeah. And when it happens to be in Montreal, it just feels like you've landed on another continent. Yeah. Amazing. And then luckily you leave that person there. Well, that person's a little hungover and beat up. So yeah. and then that, you that person's got to lie down for a bit. Then you got to settle back into who you are here again. Yeah. We did the school pickup, uh, swimming pool, dinner, soccer dad, bedtime run last night. It was uh, wow. B- baptism by fire. Welcome back. With that said, I am stunned. It's really, I, 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 I feel like I've somehow cheated is tomorrow the day the when it catches i don't know up? i think i'm okay i don't want to curse it i kept telling you guys yesterday i don't want to curse this but this is as good as i felt coming out of a stag wow yeah you look all right i mean my odor probably quite different de- yeah, descriptions uh, but lecherous yeah okay uh let's do the pinder report brought to you by motorworks exceeding all expectations bmw repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility they'll meet and beat all competitors quotes 51st ave third street southeast Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. dean we're back we're back and we're back how are you Splendid. It's a Tuesday. Great hockey game last night. Hope you had a great we weekend. Had a great series. Well, the weekends, that was days ago. Well, I just hope you had a great weekend. I yeah. Had 41 cores like Glog, glog. Do we have any alcoholics among us? Hey, drinky. Mix in a water. I'm drunk right now. I'm a truck. One beer. Two beers. Three beers. Four beers. That was the fans outside Amelie Arena last night, Dean, as they were trying to get charged up to get their bolts back into this Stanley Cup final. Avs looking for a stranglehold. No Braden point for the bolts after the Calgarian did return to play in games one and two after getting injured in round one against Toronto. And the bolts, they had it going on. With some speed down low, they score! Awkward ricochet, but it got into the net. Sorelli will get credit for the goal. And Tampa Bay has tied it. Intercepted. Two on two for the moment. 
Palat crossed with Kucherov. Now dumps for Stamkos. Palat scores! Beautiful play by that line. And Palat finished it. Colton centers one. And they score! Nick Paul, who looked like he might be done for the night in the first period, returns and gets a huge goal for the Lightning. Kucherov to Stamkos. Kucherov heads down low. Could deflect it out of the air. Turned into the corner by Kemper. Now centered. Stamkos scores! He was all alone right in front of the net. And he buried it. 4-2 Tampa Bay. Kucherov still out there. Maroon down low. He scores! Pat Maroon makes it 5-2. Um... It's starting to, at that point to feel a lot like the Bolts and Rangers, which was like, cute, you have a 2-0 lead, but look out, it's the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs in their barn, and you're maybe not going to have as much of the puck as you like. Not to the same degree, but it was a pretty decisive start to the game. Bing, 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 goals all over. I mean, just nonstop. Turn around, bing, another one. Boom, there's the big rig. Bing, 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 all over the place. As uh, the Bolts... Bing, bing, bing. Little mouth on him. Bing, bing, bing. They chase Camperdine. You know, the little <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Every- <laughs> yeah, bing, bing, bing. He's hot. Where have they gone? Bing. Wow, what a tackle. Bing. Playing cards. Bing, bing, bing. Those tunnels. Bing. <laughs> Only thing he can say. Bing. Boom. Right under the toilet. Bing, <laughs> boom. Right. <laughs> so Francois comes in. Uh, he would allow one. Let's hear that. Had trouble with the top of the circle. Set it in for Perry. Headman a one-timer. And he scores! Looked like the puck went across the line. Corey Perry made sure. Only thing he can say. I was imitating puppets, and I said, maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. Bye, bing, bing. That's the end of that. Bye, indeed. Uh, it was clear which way the game was going. Things got a little bit feisty late. We saw some scrums. We saw a tilt. Ross Colton, New Jersey's own, dropping the mitts with Calgary's Logan O'Connor. That's right. Huh. O'Connor took a good one. He was doing pretty well. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, that one caught him. You've got no helmet on, and he's got a helmet on. Hang on, son. You got him. Uh, and then part of that uh, elevated physicality late with the outcome no longer in question. Nikita Kucherov gets drilled on the wall. Looks, um, oh boy, he's a... Uh, Moving gingerly here. Oh, but he's going to stay out for the five on uh, three, I believe, at that point. That's he's going right. to stay out yeah. for the five on three. And he wants the puck. He goes to the left side. He wants the puck. It comes to Cooch. One-time attempt. And something about uh, leaning into that one-timer did not feel right. He excused himself from the remainder of the power play. There's a storyline moving into game three. It was a decisive victory for the home team, but some that uh, concerns clearly surrounding Kucherov. 6-2 your final. John Cooper didn't like the hit. It's a game. It's a it's a contact game, but guys know what they're doing. Smart, savvy players know what they're doing. Their stick, and and uh, we all saw it. Tampa's been good at home. You think about that series against the Rangers. They clearly won all their games everywhere against Florida. They had a must-win game six. They took care of business against Toronto in their own building. This has been a really good run for the Bolts on home ice. That crowd comes to life. They're back into this serious series. And Stamkos post game saying. Basically a must-win game. Was in this position last round and coming home, and we knew that this is pretty much a must-win game for us. So I thought we played like it tonight. Our attention to detail was was a lot better, and the game plan, um, you know, not that it changed too much, but we executed it. So um, 
you know, way better effort for our group. And we knew coming home in front of our fans, it was going to be a little different. And uh, certainly was. Certainly was indeed. He was As, good last night. I know we talked about it before you left about his evolution. Do we do we give him enough credit as a captain and as a leader? They needed to win that game. There's mm-hmm. no question. It was a must win, even though mm-hmm. mathematically they had to win that one. Yeah, you can't go down three out of Colorado at that point. They'd be what fifteen and three in I mean, the or fifteen on, and two right? in the playoffs. Come on. So Stamkos. 21-33, goal and an assist. The pass he makes to Palat, that's a big goal at that point. Big goal for him alone in front. Five shots. Had to respond, and he did. Yep, no question. And he and Cooch, it's pretty magic when they get going together. Uh, here's Jared Bednar, the former Flames farmhand Re- Re- assistant Re- coach. Right? Is that yeah, what he was? Yeah. What's going on, guys? Regroup, look at the mistakes we made. Talk about how to correct them. Look at some of the adjustments they made, what we feel is really important to our game um, within the adjustments that they made. Um, some of them are obvious to me already as the game went on. you got to be able to, again, clean up some of the things that we didn't do well in, in this game. And, you know, that kind of gave them life. Um, and then, you know, we, we, you know, Vasilevsky made some big saves. I thought we had some good opportunities when the game was tight early on. He made some big saves on. So, you know, a play here or there can be the difference in the hockey game. Here's the story. Game four goes tomorrow night, 8 p.m. local. That's six here in Calgary. That building will be rocking again. And we'll see if the uh, Avs can resume control of the series or if we'll be all sawed off heading back to Denver. Other NHL news and notes, Ethan Bear and his agent have been allowed to seek out a new deal with teams not named the Carolina Hurricanes. Huh? Well, he's an RFA, and the Canes seemingly quite far apart from he and his camp on negotiations on a new deal. Bear has Arbrights, made $2 bucks last year, two-year, $4 million deal, was swapped one-for-one one for Warren Fogle last offseason. Interesting because he's kind of had some... Mixed results, wasn't playing, but then when he did play in big minutes, he was okay. I don't really know what he is yet, but he's a right shot D, and I'd think at least some teams would be off, uh, interested here. Well, that's another player that uh, Carolina isn't isn't too uh, crazy about getting into a contract struggle with. I don't really like the arm case here. Uh, Anyone want this guy? It was we'll last summer, yeah. of course. And then there's the Tony D'Angelo one that's coming up as well. How badly does he want to stay? How badly do they want to pay him? Good fit there. We'll see if uh, financially it's a fit. Uh, KHL star, meanwhile, Andre Kuzmenko is set to sign in Vancouver. The 26-year-old posted 53 points in 45 games. You're over a point per in the K. That's legit offensive output. Uh, he was with perennial power, SK St. Petersburg. Uh, they're just the giant over there that always has seemingly the best player in Russia. Is he the uh, best player not in the NHL? I think the in terms of the hype and the PR he is, we'll see when he shows up. Toolsy player, but watching guys come over and translate, sometimes it's a Panera and other times it's we leave, Vadim Shipachev in, in Vegas, who everyone thought was going to be a stud, and he played two games and went home. Roman Trevenka? Like, well, yeah, and Roman's kind of miscast, but, but yeah, at this yeah. age... Who knows? And this really isn't about the entry-level deal, which everyone would clearly be able to offer him. It's once that's done, which is soon, he turns 27 in a year, who's going to promise to unload uh, the Brinks truck for him next year when he's in for a real contract? They're impressed in Vancouver, if only, that they kind of want a PR optic battle, which hasn't been the case. With the new management, they needed a win. They Mm -hmm. consider this a win 
that a player selected them over some other probably more attractive suitors. Nice to show off Vancouver in the uh, two months it doesn't rain as well. So good move by them, right? Is there two months that don't rain? It's not been my experience. Yeah, well, you've gone the wrong time of year, I'm Mm. thinking. And hey, Dean, what kind of hockey do you think the Dallas Stars are going to be playing this coming season? A Pete DeBoer type game, you know. That's right. Pete DeBoer type game. I mean, it's not Mike Babcock level first person, but it's not bad. Third person. It's pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. Four year deal, is that what we're hearing? I haven't seen the deal stuff, but if you've seen that, that would sound about what, um, I mean, depending on salary, that, that feels like a. Close to the top end of the market type deal. And where's Trotzy at? Boom, boom, huh? That's it! Back to Winnipeg! Maybe. We had Ken Weeb on yesterday talking about Barry Trotz. I know he's been spending some time with his dad around the Dauphin area. I think there is a very important meeting that will be happening. I think there's still some competition for Barry's services and under the radar team probably being the Detroit Red Wings. But to me, I think that Barry is still, there's better than average chance that he could end up behind the Jets bench. Better than 50-50 or better than average? Because if there's like average. six teams vying and they all have that average amount, I don't know what that means. The thing that, because uh, again, we're hearing he wants to be potentially management uh, right. moving yes. forward. Yeah, but, that might be a non-starter for some teams, Ken well, says. Well, not set to retire, I don't think, right? I don't think you hand over the keys to the GM car right out of the gate, but oh. I mean, could there be a scenario at some point where... Maybe Kevin Sheveldayoff moves into more of a president of hockey operations. It makes Ooh. sense. And here's the other part. We know how loyal True North can be as an organization. And if you're Barry, you're not saying it's a lifetime contract, but you know that there is stability there, A, in terms of how you're viewed mm-hmm. as a person, as you're viewed as a head coach, and as a hockey mind. That's a really good point. Now that the president thing could make sense. And yeah, True North, they, there's a, they're not going to run you out if you have one no. year with bad luck. This ain't Vegas. And Barry in Washington didn't have that loyalty, and he should have had a little more in New York with only one bad year where they started with, what, 20-plus on the road? If there's a guy that's deserved some loyalty, it's this guy and his resume. Because they are on their only GM. Their mm-hmm. AGM has been there from day one. It's their second head-time full coach. Second, well, this will be third because they started with Claude Noel, who again came Apologies. from the Moose from the AHL. So again, yeah. it's to that There's loyalty thing, too, right? Yeah. They are maybe to a fault, but they are fiercely loyal there. We'll see. Interesting thoughts there. Um, and finally, uncomfortable conversations and shocking news regarding Hockey Canada as they had to answer for their out-of-court settlement in Ottawa with politicians, that, that of a sexual assault lawsuit that involved eight major junior hockey players after a Hockey Canada event in London, Ontario in 2018. This is really tough stuff to hear. You'd like to think Hockey Canada is better at this stuff, not at covering stuff up, but saying, look what you're you're representing this country at this event here. You're wearing our national flag, and it didn't seem like those players were held accountable at all. And now where's the settlement money coming from? This is what politicians are trying to find out. Pretty tough look. It is a, it's a tough look for sure. And it's not letting anybody off the hook. But these are the awkward conversations that need to be had so that moving forward this stuff doesn't happen. It, it doesn't not to take anything away, because whatever happened, it happened, and there's gotta be repercussions. But you hope, if nothing else, moving forward, that this stuff is, is they're just done. It's got to be got to be gone out of the game. Yeah, out of sport. I thought there was enough events in our in our past you here in think, Canada, right? in this yeah. country, that this stuff wouldn't have happened. Not good at all. Major League Baseball. Let's get there. Off to Chicago, where it's the White Sox and the Jays. An emotional win on Sunday for the Bluebirds as they finally beat the red hot Yankees in comeback fashion. Could they make it? Uh, 
two in a row. Mm. Well, Jose Barrios starting for the Jays. Roughed up by the long ball. 1-0. Curve ball in the air, and that one's hit deep, too. Out to left center field. Tapia turns around the wall, and it's gone. The pitch. Fastball swung on and vaulted. High and deep out to left field, and that's a no-doubter for Luis Robert. That's a way to extend the American League's longest hit streak. He does it loudly with a two-run home run. 1-2. That is in the air. Straight away Ooh, center field. Another one. Springer going back at the wall. Stopped at the 400 marker. That ball is gone. 6-2 to two, Chicago. Just four innings from Barrios. Those three home runs, quite a few earned runs. And uh, <laughs> is Jays there? would come back to life in the sixth, luckily. 1-2. Yeah. Swinging a high fly ball out to left field. Pollock on the run reaches out. That ball's over his head and off the wall. Bo's coming around third. He will score. Right behind him, Guerrero's chugging towards the plate. The relay is out of the reach of McGuire. Vladdy slides in safely. The Blue Jays will play to pair as Hernandez takes third base. And, and Vlad does chug. That's that's the correct terminology and verbiage when he's running the bases. Yeah, he's chugging. It's not Alejandro Kirk. No, that's a more laborious chug. That's an uphill chug. Vladdy's the downhill chug. He can move pretty good for a man of his size. A lot of chugging. Yeah. In Toronto, too. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Espinel would cash in Teoscar with the fielder's choice in that same inning. And then in the ninth, things got very interesting as Biggio went deep. We won't play it for you, but that got the Jays within one. It's as close as they'd get. 9-8, excuse me, 8-7 your final. The White Sox win the opener of the three-game slate. Gosman and Stripling is the rotation order and it's been a rough couple turns for the rotation of late they've dropped four of five they haven't had a start to go deep in a ball game for a while still 38 and 29 on the season nine games over that puts them third in the american league uh but in the first wild card and suddenly only a game and a half up on the red Sox, who've won six of eight look at the time Sox in, Rouge. yeah fourth time in five days the jays get four innings or less from a starter do you nba golden state enjoyed their championship parade yesterday in the Bay Area. I mean, I think they would have enjoyed it, right? I mean, is it old yet, or do they still enjoy these things? I think they're still, they're still enjoying it. It looked like they were. Yeah, Clay okay. Thompson certainly had a hell of a time from all appearance. Draymond Green, did you hear him? Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. I told y'all, don't let us win a f-ing championship. And clearly, nobody could stop it. Um, I warned y'all. So, I'm just going to continue to destroy people on Twitter, as I have been. <laughs> what a beauty. <laughs> Thanks for supporting us and bleep everyone else. That oh, was his goodbye speech. You're like, okay, get, get the mic from him. That's enough drama. F bombs. <laughs> Fourth title in eight years. One finals loss to LeBron's Cavaliers. Another one to the Raptors. And they've missed the playoffs each of the last two seasons with a significant amount of injuries. They kind of reloaded. Brought in Wiggins. They have the high pick uh, a couple of years ago. This is, uh, they're not going away here. I don't know how they didn't do it or how they did it without Durant. I mean, I think you do know, but yes, it's uh, kind of a dynasty. Is that how you describe it? How'd they do it? Kind of a dynasty. Soccer, let's go. Big Calvary rumblings yesterday confirmed this morning. Open wide for some soccer! Victor Latouri, the Calgarian, 21-year-old, who made his debut in the CPL at 17 years of age with Calvary, being purchased by Ross County, a Scottish premiership club, is a big money deal that'll help the Cavs. Just two seasons ago, he was playing with uh, Mount Royal University U Sports, and now all of a sudden to a pretty solid European league. Uh, and he's been great for them. They've used him a ton this year in midfield. A box-to-box midfielder, Pat. How's that sound? 
Love it, man. Good for him. What are the Cavs going to do? They've, there's a lot of menace there. They just sold off. Yeah, well, that's they got to go get. They got to say what six figures probably is what they're talking. Ooh. That's some money they can go spend some get replenish. Interesting. We'll talk to Tommy at nine oh five on the news that was made official just hours ago, and it's top of the table, Tommy. That I believe we chat right. on. So this guy yeah. fought Logan O'Connor last night, and now he's buying soccer players. No, no, no. That's uh, Ross Colton is the. Okay. The player. And what is this? For the Tampa. This is Ross County, a Scottish Premiership club. Oh, they're called the Staggies. Yeah. Is that where Bo and Luke Duke lived? The Staggies. <laughs> no. I feel like that's what you have when you get home and you're just sweating booze and you can't sleep. Oh. The Staggies. <laughs> Calvary back yeah. in action Sunday, 5 p.m. against Edmonton. What do the Cavs do against Edmonton? They, only, uh, only one thing. All they do is win, they win, win. They don't lose them. No matter what, what, yeah. what. Uh, Put your hands up. Finally, Oak Tokes dogs. And they <laughs> stay there. Dean, uh, your kids must have taken you to the ball game on Sunday. Father's Day. That was, yeah. How was it? It was so great. So great. Well, yeah. they dropped both halves of that weekend set. Oh. They're now 14-5 and five after a 12-1 start. I was year. really drunk. They're in Edmonton on the road tonight. Not too late to get in the bus and get up there for first pitch. Nah. Stupendous report. Brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street Southeast. Tight turns. Stephen Brunt next. Sportsnet 960, The Fan.